Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. This hour, we're going to have uh, Gilbert Manzano join us from the Rams as the beat reporter there to preview the Rams game against the Bills tomorrow, 24 hours and counting. Can't wait for the tip and the kick in the NFL season for reals. Had Steve Mackinac on first hour. Uh, great information with some of his system plays for NFL week number one. But this is something you, Kelly, and I discussed here leading up to the NFL season that we wanted to do for the listeners and viewers that might be new to the space. And that is kind of just some betting do's and don'ts, some tips for the new NFL gambler out there. They, they, they want to get in. And, I mean, rule number one for me and this is something my dad taught me when I was very, very young, and it's still hard for me to do, by the way, is bet with your head, not with your heart. So you've got to – we all have favorite teams, favorite players, those sort of, but if you just go with your heart over your head and don't use logic and some of the, the data that we're going to try to provide for you, you're going to lose more often than you win. It's a hard thing to do because you want to root for your team to win and then potentially make money on it. So, like, how do you separate that and make this more of a business approach versus a, an emotional attachment? Well, so you kind of break it down this way. In 2016, when Ohio State played Clemson, they got beaten in that college football playoff game 30 to nothing. That was my biggest bet of the year was on Clemson. I thought the Buckeyes really weren't that good. With and JT you love Bear. the Buckeyes. Absolutely. But I don't have the affinity for the Buckeyes that I do for money. There you go. And so you got to be able to distinguish the two. And, you know, people say, I don't bet on my team. Fine. But here's my point. I would say you probably know your team better than you know any other team. So you understand certain situations where I think it's going to be, hey, I would probably approach it this way or that way simply based on the team. And if you can distinguish the two, I think it would help you immensely from a betting standpoint. The big challenge is, though, can you separate the two? Can you allow the emotion not to get involved in it? And look, the point that I make here, I'm an unabashed Dallas Cowboy fan. Here's the deal. If I don't like the Cowboys in the spot, I just don't play the game. Like, you don't have to play every game. And if you like the spot, like I do like the Cowboys in week one against Tampa Bay, that's a playable spot for me. But there were spots last year where you just have to lay off when the numbers might be out of whack with, quote-unquote, your team. So bet what you know. That's one of the first topics that we do know. You mentioned it. You're going to know your team, if you will, whatever your team may be, probably better than others, right, than than other teams in the NFL. So if if you know something, you've got some some information, and it feels like it lines up with your logic, 
and with the numbers, then then that's what you should bet. Shopping around for the best number, certainly we're in Las Vegas. So we have an advantage here of being in Nevada where we can look at other books and, and shop around for those best numbers. You know, depending on where you live, where you're listening or watching us right now, you might not have that luxury of multiple places. But if you do have multiple outlets, right. um, that is key. To ch- people say, wow, what's, you know, maybe a half point doesn't matter here or there. But over the long run, if you're betting bad numbers yeah. or worse numbers, that's going to be a detriment. I would agree with you. And, I mean, it's definitely something that's going to hinder you in the, in the long term. Um, you know, especially for the NFL, the numbers are so crucial. Absolutely. No sport doesn't mean more than the National Football League. We see how close and competitive the games are consistently and constantly. So I think that's something very important when you look at it from an NFL standpoint. Let's talk about key numbers here because okay. I think for a new better out there in this gambling space in the NFL, they're like, well, what are the key numbers? Because they traditionally were three and seven, right? Those were kind of when you're looking at the sides – those were kind of key numbers in the NFL. Now that's switched a little bit now with the advent of the two point conversion, right? That that's yeah, sometimes great that point. Eight, eight becomes a more keyable number, if you will. What are the numbers that you're looking for? Because obviously we talked about it earlier this week with the big line move. It wasn't a big line move, but when Miami went from three to three and a half against the Patriots, that's significant because of it's a key number that's gone up a half point. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that, that game, I'm looking forward to that game this weekend. But you're right, absolutely three, four. Uh, six, seven, eight now comes into play. Never really used to. 10, 11, 13, 14. I mean, these are numbers in the, you know, that you're looking at. And sit there. I've given you a whole host of numbers, but those are going to be your most crucial. Three, four, seven, and 10 obviously are big ones. Uh, but five is kind of like the dead number correct. in the NFL, right? But I would argue now it has more value because if a team goes, let's say you kicked a field goal and the team went for two or a scenario how the game's played. Because you see Mike Tomlin in scenarios where it doesn't even make sense, goes for two on the first touchdown. Yes. So how do you actually quantify that? It's very difficult to do. Um, so for me, I, I think that's crucial in terms of how you look at some of this stuff, and paying again, attention to that. And, and the novice better out there, if you're new to the space, again, we bring up that Dolphins game as an example uh, well, it doesn't feel like a big move. It's just three to three and a half. But you do this long enough, that hook will get you. If, again, you could have played at a three, you wait, you get the, the worst number, if you will. Yes, it's only a half point, but that's a big half point in the NFL. Huge. And, and the one thing I would advocate for, and Dave, I'm going to go a little bit off topic here is sure. on the in play. Um, say, for example, your team's down by 11. Simple math. Let's say they're down to 31-20. We're in the third quarter. Now, you can get a chance for a plus four and a half in game. That would be a pretty good number at that point in time because if they score the next touchdown, they're probably not going to go for two right there, so you're going to be down by four. However, let's say it's the fourth quarter with seven minutes to go, the number's four and a half. That bet is completely predicated upon the two-point conversion. Excellent point. So are they going to convert it or not? That that'll really help you determine whether you think you should take that four and a half or not. Now, a guy like me, I generally don't take it because it's a gamble on that one play. Yes. And, and I don't want to do that. You got to get the touchdown and the two. Right. Because they're going to go for two in the fourth quarter. So no, for live betting, for sure. Yeah. Know where you are in the football game and the possibility that it's not just a touchdown that gets you home. Correct. If you're taking that dog that's down 11, but if it's in the fourth quarter, maybe really end tail end of the third quarter, coaches might be more apt to go for two there and that could burn you. If they don't get it, nothing wrong with betting money lines like you do baseball. This is where you really get to ROI and return on investment, right? And for those that that aren't really aware of it, you could have a losing record technically uh, as a better. But if you're betting a lot of dogs on the money line, your ROI, you can have a profitable season if you're hitting on some of those bigger dogs in money line situations. And no question about it. Um, That's why I'm a big advocate of in so many scenarios of taking underdogs, um, you know, college football, I have a propensity probably 80% of the time to play favorites. Yes. NFL, probably 70% of the time play underdogs because the, I think the points are such a premium and value because of how close and tight the games are. And I think a point that you've made that I think is just a salient one that people need to take heed to. There's a couple of situations this week in week one where, yeah, you can take Minnesota and the point and a half. You can. But if you take the money line, you turn that into a small, profitable situation of plus 105, right? In some places, maybe plus ten. The Cowboys were another one. Now, that number has gone up to 2.5 for the Buccaneers. So the money line now becomes even more advantageous. If you, if you were apt to take the Cowboys at a point and a half, instead of taking them at the 2.5, you could play the money line. And over the, 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 the long season, 17 weeks, if you hit more of those money lines at smaller pro- plus prices, say plus a dollar fifteen, plus a dollar twenty, 
That simple math is going to lead you to be more profitable than just taking the two and a half minus the dollar ten. Dave, great point. And to me, the big thing is, let's say you're a unit better and you're generally betting the same units, one unit, two unit, three units, whatever. And so if you take that plus price as often as you can, it's going to negate a loss. And you, so you're breaking even if you lose the next game at the minus 110, if you got plus 115 on the other one, as you said, you're ahead a little bit. So to me, I think it's very important um, to be able to take a look at that. And, and here's the other thing. This is where I'm a big fan of it. So if I take Minnesota plus the points, now you can do this with points, but sometimes it becomes a little bit more difficult based on the number. So let's say you take Minnesota, it was, was it plus 115 or 105? Yeah, plus plus five, I believe, okay. at, at point and a half. Okay, so you take the one, plus 105. Now, the math would actually support if you buy half a point every time, it should actually be, you know, you'd be at minus 125 on the money line there. Or excuse me, should be a higher number than the plus 105. But the the, the reality of it is, um, the reason why I want to take the money line is now I've got plus 105. Let's say the Vikings are up by 14 points mid-third quarter mm-hmm. and the Packers are plus 340. Now, I can bet a third of what I bet on Minnesota and guarantee that I can't lose on the game. And that's where you're, you're locking in profit, people. That's another excellent tip. If you can figure out a way to manipulate those numbers in-game and lock in profit, that's what you're trying to do. Absolutely. So you don't have to keep backing the same side here. If you can find even a middle opportunity, those are even better. But certainly it's not necessary. It's, you're not, as you say, you're never going to go broke taking a profit. It's absolutely right. That's a great way to look at it. Uh, you mentioned the, the live betting. And, and by the way, Minnesota is plus $1.05 right now. The number has gone up to two for Green Bay, but plus $1.05 on the money line, which is where I'm looking. Three-leg parlays. Look, I, I'll admit early on I was very guilty of this, of – of playing too many parlays, big parlays, right? Because, again, it just takes one for that parlay to get sunk. So when you're looking at more than three-leg parlays, that's probably not going to be long-term success because it's really hard because, as you mentioned, the numbers are tight in the NFL to consistently hit three or more legs of a parlay. Correct. And the one thing I would advocate for, for people that are unfamiliar, I would round robin if you're going to do that, three, four, five legs, because that way if you lose one of the legs, you could still make some money back uh, on the round robin, um, you know, it's basically uh, you take A, B, and C. So it's A and B, A and C, B and C, and then A, B, and C. So you have four bets in essence. So if you had a $100 um, parlay for three teams, you'd return $700, say six to one. But on the round robin, you're going to get less odds. But at the same time, remember, it'll give you an opportunity if you go two and one to at least not lose the whole enchilada. And that there it is. Let's say you've got three plays that you really like in the week. Instead of just rolling it on a parlay, yeah. you do those round robins more than like if you're good on those two out of three, yeah. you're going to make a smaller profit. Then you hit all three, then you've had a good week. Correct. So that's another way to approach it. Uh, and again, something that I, I do like, and I know Kelly likes it as well, you don't have to just go sides and totals here. Uh, you can go teasers. And, and I'm a big proponent of the teaser. Certainly earlier in the year when you might have a more variance here in, in some of these games, I've already made a teaser play for the week. Those six-point teasers, if you want to do two-team, three teams, I think those are safer, safer in air quotes, than, say, doing traditional uh, three-leg parlays. I tend to agree with you. Absolutely right. So there you go. Those are some of the betting tips uh, for the new better in the world of the NFL. When we come back, we'll talk more about uh, week one in the NFL, some games that we're going to preview and see some line moves there when you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash and a grand prize trip to Vegas with a Modelo Fight to the Top series. Enter nine free fantasy football contests, rise to the top of the leaderboard to claim your share of five grand in weekly prizes and a grand prize trip to Vegas. Head to DraftKings.com slash Modelo NFL now to get in on the action. Modelo, the official beer of fans with a fighting spirit. Must be 21 years of age or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Amal Shaw, I drink Modelo responsibly. It's my so do I. It's my fight beer. Like, I, like if it's a Saturday night and I'm watching the UFC or if I'm watching boxing, Modelo, I will put the lime in it though. I will admit that. I'm with you, Dave. It's one of my Vegas beers of choice. Isn't it though, Kelly? Yes. Like if you're if you're gonna consume a fight night, I'm with you. Give I'm me a Modelo. I know you don't drink. Uh, by the way, I got this uh, tweet that I wanted to read to you. This comes us to a, from Michael at Jenky14. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening and watching the show. He said, D-Ross Sports, like your long shot, Kirk Cousins MVP. Yeah, Maul, I got one. Let's go, Kirk. 50 to 1, baby. The, pr- the problem is Michael didn't tell you he's a Viking season ticket holder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I know Michael. He lives down in beautiful San Diego. It's a great area, great guy. But um, I, I'm going to tell you right now, he's just probably backing you because I was anti. That's all. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, let's get to some of these week one games here in the NFL. And again, Steve McInerney, we had him on in hour number one. And some of these plays are system plays here. Now, the interesting one here is everybody loves the Saints. And, and I, I kind of get it. I understand. It's in relation to the Bucs in the division in the South that, you know, Dennis Allen, the new head coach taking over for Sean Payton, he's absolutely owned Tom Brady. But the week one play here are the Saints against the Falcons. It kind of backs Steve McInnes' play of the divisional home dog. Getting five and a half. I whisper it. Because, look, you know, Arthur Smith uh, down there, the owner of the Falcons, they bring in Marcus Mariota to – Arthur Blank, rather, uh, to be the owner. They bring in a new quarterback this year, Marcus Mariota. So now I look at the Falcons getting five and a half. Look at the total, 42. So if we're not expecting a lot of points – Generally, sometimes correlated plays, you would say, well, take the points in the under. If you think the Saints are going to mollywop the ATL, <laughs> then you probably lay the five and a half and play the over. Do you trust fully Jameis Winston in week one down there in the ATL in the dome to lay that five and a half and say, you know what? Saints are going to be all right without Sean Payton. No, I, I definitely don't. It's not. Look, I don't want to put it as an indictment of this. Um, of Jameis, I don't think he's bad, and I think he's going to do uh, well this year. But I just don't want to lay five and a half in a division road game, first game of the year. I got to see what both teams are. Yes, and there's a level of optimism that runs through all 32 teams that may not exist in week six, seven, or eight, or as we get further down the line. But for me, Dave, I would be cautious about laying this number on the mm-hmm. road here. Um, I just think that the Saints are a team that could just as easily win by three as they do by six. There's a couple games here that we're going to identify, and what we're doing. You're looking at teams as road favorites in week one, okay? Now, that's interdivision, so that's really a red flag for me. Now, this one is out of division. It's the Niners going to Chicago. And, boy, I can hear all my Chicago brethren right now. Just They're not really excited. Look, Matt Eberflus, game number one, Soldier Field. They might be moving out of that place and going to the Burbs in Chicago. That's a story for another day. 
But it feels like for the first time, and I was there in eight years, for eight years, that it feels like there's a lot of turmoil before they ever begin game number one. Okay? So now Justin Fields is going to go up against this Niners defense. Right. Which, you know, look, we're all going to talk about Trey Lance and Jimmy G being back. But really, when I handicap this game, I go, can, can, can Justin Fields, can he move this offense against a, I believe, a top-flight defense in the NFC? I mean, that's why I understand the seven-point road favorite here. It's not in inner division, so it doesn't bother me as much. But what do you make of Kyle with Trey and Justin Fields going up against this Niner defense? Uh, it's going to be a challenge for the Chicago Bears offensively. Uh, lack of consistency on the O-line. They really don't have a receiver that you feel comfortable and confident to even suggest or imply as a number one. San Francisco with a good opportunity here. But the concern I have, and this is why I would not lay this with the 49ers, Dave, is you're taking what amounts to a rookie quarterback in Trey Lance, mm-hmm. making his... Uh, what is it going to be his first career start? Correct. He's, he's had he's had one, I believe, last year an injury situation. Okay. But th- this, that's right. Again, that's right. Yeah. In, for all intents and purposes, this is now the coming out party potentially for Trey Lance. Now Jimmy G is on the roster, and and I don't know that that's a positive because there will be guys if they struggle, there will be guys in that locker room going, "Hey, got to play, got to play the guy that we know, right? Like we're not giving up a season so we get a rookie ready year two guy, but we're getting essentially a rookie ready for year three, like." Veterans, this is why I love talking to veterans like we had Lorenzo Alexander. They don't want to hear what we, what fans and media say. Ah, it's a learning year. No, 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 dude. I, one of those other 52 in the locker room, I might not have Correct. another year. That's very I need important. to win now. So players don't think like that, right? They're not going, yeah, let's coddle the kid and let's bring him along slowly. They're going to throw him into the breach. And they're ex- going to expect just they're going to expect Justin Fields in Chicago, and they're going to expect Trey Lance in San Francisco to be ready Week One. You know, it's the line from the program. He goes, "I'm the starting tailback." He goes, "I know that's why they're recruiting me. It's the same reason why they drafted Trey Lance. We know because Jimmy G's the quarterback there." Look, you, you're not going to win big time with him. You missed your opportunity. You had an elite defense, great running game, everything there. I look at San Francisco. If they were just slightly better at quarterback. To me, they would be there with any team in the National Football League to win the Super Bowl. Forty and a half is the total. What decade is this? What is this? Nineteen eighty-six. It's you got a second. You got two second-year quarterbacks. I mean, the, these offenses could I, struggle a little bit. 20, I can't get twenty aside to hit that over. I mean, I look at that and I go, "Wow!" In twenty twenty-two, in an NFL game, week one, where every rule, every rule favors the offense, right? Ah, you touched me. That's five yards, automatic first down. Keep, keep the chains moving, boys. I mean, that, that feels like a just a ridiculously low total that they're double-dog daring you to take the over. I, I don't disagree with you, but here's the point I would make to that is, look, we saw some errant throws from fields. Trey Lance, to me, didn't really emerge because had he, I think there were packages where you could have used him by the goal line with his speed, his mm. strength. You didn't do He's that. A big kid. He is a very big guy. And for me, I, I just have a little bit of caution with these two teams. Remember, we're in week one. Offenses tend to move a little bit slower compared to the defenses early on. So I think all those things are a factor when you look at this total. This, this game, Dave, to me, could very easily be San Francisco 23-13. Rock yeah, fight. Yeah, the um, <laughs> rock fight. All right, your Dave, favorite Dave, term. Yeah. Jeez. We got a Is that in in everybody's uh, bylaws of their contract here to use that term? (laughs) I love it. I mean, we got a rock fight uh, by the lake in Chicago. That's what we could see. Supermodels, these offenses are not. (laughs) Not sexy. Okay, the other third favorite I want to get to here on the ROAD is everybody's NFC East champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Just pencil them in. Right, the Eagles. Now they're the, the betting favorite in some markets to actually win the division. I laugh because I go, okay, now they're going to lay four against the biting kneecaps and the hard knocks faves, the Detroit Lions, the pesky Lions. And, oh, by the way, Ben Fox does a great job here at the network. The most money coming in for the overtotals, the Lions. Everybody's betting the Lions. So now you got two media darlings here in the offseason. The Lions, the up-and-comer against the team that's going to dethrone the Cowboys in the East, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles from the city of Brotherly Shove. What do you make of week one's matchup here? Um, you know, I think everybody's gearing towards lines, but I'm like, Jared Goff's still the quarterback. No reason to get overly excited. I'm not a big fan you, of you, his. You're not buying in on the hard knocks that he's just, he's been unstoppable. Unstoppable? Has he even played? Did <laughs> no, he even it, play in the in, preseason? In, in, in practice. Oh, in practice. We're talking about 
Practice. Not a game. Not a practice. game. We're talking about practice. Um, you know, to me, I look at this Detroit team. They still have some deficiencies on defense. Let's see how they do there. Uh, offensively, if they can get Goff to throw the ball downfield, I think they could be a little bit more effective. I like the offensive line. You look at uh, Sewell, Decker, Jackson. I think these guys could be pretty good there on the offensive line. I like the running game. I really like DeAndre Swift. Yes. I think he's a really good runner. That like we talk about golf and, and, and Hutchinson because yeah. you know hard. Really, it comes down to Swift. If they can get Swift going, they got something. Well, I think it really comes down to Jared Goff. I mean, to me, he hasn't proven anything. I didn't like him when he was at Cal. I, I mean, you know, I thought he was a de Don't facto. say that around Lorenzo Alexander next week. He would tell you the same thing. The guy was not good. He'll he'll back his Bears. I will tell you this: what I do, Cal Bears. What I will do here, I do like the over. I see forty-eight and a half right now. I wonder if this is going to get bet up. Uh, before we get to kick on Sunday. Because to me, Goff's got the propensity to throw it to the wrong team. So that could get you a cheapie the other way. And the Eagles can still run the hell out of the football. So to me, until the Lions can prove that they can stop the run, I think this could be a bludgeoning uh, by running the football for Philadelphia. I do like the over there. I think we can get some points in that game. I'd be really surprised if this game is a low-scoring affair. Because, again, both teams can turn it over. And you get those short fields, get, get you those quick points. I'm kind of counting on those quarterbacks to throw a couple to the other side. Is that fair? No, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I think everyone's expecting big things out of this Philadelphia offense. Because now they're going to throw the football. Right? And, they got weapons. They got A.J. Brown. And I think that could be a, a fool's paradise. And, and I agree with your guy, Doc. Um, he was talking about how Jalen Hurts is not the guy yet. I, I just don't see it with Jalen Hurts. You got to prove it, right? You got to do it before we can just anoint you. Uh, you can anoint the Rams because they are the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. When we come back, Gilbert Manzano is going to join us here, beat reporter for the L.A. Daily News, talk all things L.A. as they begin their defense of the Lombardi Trophy. Come on back. It's Big Bets here in Vston, the sports betting network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber. Get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus Best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you're going to receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options to become part of the sports betting network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on VEASAN. Cannot wait for week number one. For the NFL to kick off tomorrow with the Bills and the Rams. Right now, though, in Flushing Meadows, we got a pretty good one with Tiafo after dispatching Rafael at all. So far, so good for the American. Excuse me, outstanding so far. This is the 21st service game because the uh, tie break obviously don't count as a service game. Dave, the first 20 have been all held by the server. Wow. So this is an old school. Like yes, Wimbledon's absolutely. Match. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how this plays out. But Tiafa right now and Rubla, they are knotted up at four in the second set after Tiafa won that tiebreaker uh, in that first set. So let's talk with Gilbert Manzano. He's the Rams beat reporter for the LA Daily News and OGOC register. Follow him on Twitter at GManzano24. Gilbert, we can't wait. We're ready for week number one of the NFL season. The question I have right off the top is, are the Rams ready? We, we haven't seen them at all. The starters did not play in any of the preseason games. We heard reports about Matty Stafford and that elbow. From what you've seen, are Stafford and the boys ready to defend this title? Yeah, that's definitely a common question I've gotten uh, this past week with Matthew Stafford. And, uh, you know, ever since Sean McVay called the, the, the elbow pain abnormal, it's been a big topic. But ever since that, ha- that occurred, it felt like Stafford's gone out of his way to prove that he's okay. So he's made some impressive throws in, in training camp, joint scrimmages, uh, individual throws, whatever you want to see from him besides the real deal, the, the big games. Uh, he had a scrimmage, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago. He threw 75 passes, and the big question was the next day was, how are you feeling? Is you're okay? Can you manage the soreness? And he kept saying, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, and we've been asking him ever since, you know, he last spoke to us on Sunday. So, it is a big topic, but I think it's maybe a, a, 
a non-topic, or maybe it will be after the game when he's feeling some pain. But I think for right now, going into his uh, week one game, he looks he appears like he's fresh, and he appears like it's manageable regardless of what he's feeling. Uh, but I think, you know, him, Adam Robinson, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Tyler Higby, I think this offense will be ready to go, you know, against a very talented Bill squad. When you look at this team, Gilbert, uh, in terms of the running game, if you're an outsider looking in, we were talking about some props with this Rams team earlier, Cam Akers and uh, Henderson, Darrell Henderson. Who's the guy that you believe in more? Who's the guy that Sean McVay believes in more with consistency? And what kind of season are you expecting out of these two guys? Yeah, this, this is a big question for from the fantasy football people. Uh, you know, who's going to be the lead back? Who's going to do well? Uh, but I'll start with the, the the whole kind of coaching point of view. I think Sean McVay is going to uh, rely heavily on this rushing attack. And he said uh, yesterday, you know, we're not going to be pigeonholed into one game plan. I think they're going to have a, a, a different game plan for each game. And obviously it will go off who's doing well the weeks prior. But I think they're going to have different looks. You know, it could be maybe – one guy has the, the, the lead carries. It could be a balance between all three. It could be kind of a split. Uh, the third one being the rookie, Kyron Williams, the, the Notre Dame product. Uh, but in terms of who's looking better, I think I will go Cam Akers. And, you know, before he had that, that two-week kind of absence and, and with Daryl uh, Henderson, Sean McVay said that, you know, Daryl and Cam had similar issues, soft tissue issues and that. Whatever that meant, he didn't want to specify, but... As we started asking more questions, it sounded like it was for precaution. These guys have dealt with injuries in years past, and they don't want to mess around two weeks before the season. So whatever they did, it worked. All three are healthy, so that adds more intrigue of what's going to happen with this rotation. And nobody wants to share anything. <laughs> Cam makers, I got them in the locker room. That's a, a, a nice thing to have nowadays, the lock, open locker room. I got Cam, and he said, I'm healthy. I don't know what people are talking about, but I will prove it on Thursday. And I think Cam Aker, before the two-week absence, he was the one who showed the, 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 the more impact plays. Uh, he was a little more, you know, crisp on, on, on the cuts, you know, finding holes and contributing in the passing game. I think it will still be a rotation, but I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Akers gets a slight nod uh, after the, the first month of the season. Yeah, Gilbert, you know how to, uh, those open locker room days, those are when you really get the, the good one-on-ones and, and really get to the uh, part of the matter with some of these players and their health. I do want to talk about the wide receiving core a little bit because you mentioned Allen Robinson. We know Odell Beckham Jr. is not on this roster. Uh, we don't know if Odell will be back at, you know, for the Rams or, or in the NFL this year. But what do you make of A-Rob now coming in as the number two behind Cooper Cup? Nobody has questions about Cooper. What about Robinson? This was a guy that was supposed to be a one in Chicago and maybe not of his own making here with the quarterback situation there. It never really worked out. How is he looking so far with Matthew Stafford? You know, he looks great. He looks dominant out there. And I think we kind of forgot about Allen Robinson because of what happened in Chicago, what happened in Jacksonville. And he was always productive, but he never really stood out among the best because of the bad quarterback play. But, you know, he's brought that, that consistency to the Rams. And now it's like, okay, this guy's a playmaker. How can we make him better? And, and when you have Sean McVay, uh, Liam Cohen, the OC of the Rams, and, the, and you're playing with Matthew Stafford, and you have, you know, less double teams or whatever because Cooper Cup is playing next to you. That's going to all make Allen Robinson much better. He's already a good wide receiver, and I think maybe even the Rams got a bargain in free agency when it was like a three-year, $46 million contract. And I was looking at the rankings of the contract for uh, per annual, and he was like number 25. He's not 25 in terms of the best wide receivers in the NFL, at least not in the summer from what I saw. So uh, there were some mistakes early on between him and Stafford in terms of chemistry and, and getting the ball placement uh, together. But after maybe four practices, he was just crushing the cornerbacks out there. Uh, you know, he didn't get too many matches with Jalen Ramsey because he was coming back from the shoulder injury. But <laughs> the other guys could not contain him. Obviously, he couldn't do the same thing with Cooper Cup. So uh, I think it's going to be a very good trio here or, or, or duo. That The third one, Van Jefferson, is not going to play. It looks like I think the injury report would come out in a few hours or maybe already did. I don't know. Uh, but Van Jefferson probably won't play. And then the kind of the rumor is, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. will eventually be added, and that will make them stack the wide receiver with those four guys. And you still have Tutu Atwell, uh, and they also like Ben Skoranek, and they have some young guys too as well. But they're lower at wide receiver, and I know they have some inexperience and maybe some injuries. But to have Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup being your one-two, you might even say they might be the best duo in the NFL. Ooh. Uh, Gilbert, the Rams are a plus money favorite to win this division. I think around 130 or 140, uh, 130 actually. Uh, 49ers at plus 150. I feel like it's a two horse race unless the Cardinals surprise us. But why is San Francisco getting so much credit? Look, I get this team's got talent on defense Debo Samuel, George Kittle, et cetera. But to me, 
the separation between the quarterback position for both teams is the distance between Santa Clara and SoFi Stadium. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's the Kyle Shanahan kind of factor, the, the coach. He's a great coach, could scheme up a great play. And, and regardless of who's playing running back, he's going to make it work with that rushing attack, and that's always given the Rams fits. I know we're getting ahead, but you know it's going to be interesting when Bobby Wagner has to defend this rushing attack. And he knows it really well from the Seattle days, so I think that's why they added Bobby Wagner because – and then the 49ers have had kind of the number until that uh, NFC title right. game where, where the Rams needed to win to come back in the fourth quarter. And that's how, how much fits is uh, Shanahan kind of led team has done. Now, in terms of the quarterback, I think they're also getting love because with Jimmy G, you know there was a cap there. It wasn't a high ceiling. It was good enough to, to be a playoff team, but it just wasn't going to go higher than that. I think with Trey Lance, it could be really bad or really good because of the strong arm. Uh, he's versatile. He's mobile. And that might even open up the playbook for a creative guy like Kyle Shanahan. So I think that, that the element of, of a higher ceiling, some intrigue, could definitely help out the 49ers. But then on the flip side, he's a young quarterback. We've never seen him play. I think I was seeing that he, never, he hardly even played at, at, at North Dakota, too. So he doesn't have many uh, you know reps out there. But it could be kind of this Josh Allen factor where it was a lot of raw potential but not experience, and got to be patient. So maybe the hype is a little too soon on Trey Lance. He has to go play Aaron Donald, the Jalen Ramsey, and Bobby Wagner. It could be a long day for him. But I could see why people are a little intrigued about that. You've got about a minute to go here, Gilbert. I'm glad you brought up Bobby Wagner's name. I look at what Les Snead has done in that front office, and it's you know, it's it's hired help, man. He goes and gets him, right? He, he got Jalen Ramsey out of Jacksonville, and now he goes and gets Bobby Wagner out of Seattle, and you still have Aaron Donald. So we talk a lot about the offense. Are these guys going to be as motivated after winning the chip? Bobby didn't win it last year, so I'm sure he will be. What's the mentality right now of this defense? Yeah, I, you know, I'll say this, and I think Jalen Ramsey is always this way. But when Jalen Ramsey went to the podium yesterday, and the first question he was getting was, he had the shoulder, how's the shoulder feeling, which he wasn't really enthused to talk about that. He had kind of the same demeanor for the Josh Allen question. Like, okay, he's like, yeah, whatever, they're good. And then he just, you know, unloaded, saying, hey, there's too much hype on this team. What about us? You know, we're the defending champions. We're not going to go here and boost anybody up. Uh, we all know how great Josh Allen is. So I think that was an early motivation for a team that went to the top. And when you go to the top, you come back down, you don't have too much motivation. You're a little, you're a little sluggish. And maybe by, you know, Halloween, you're like, okay, let's do this again. But to hear all the noise that the Bills are getting, they're, they're even the betting favorite, I think about two and a half. Uh, and they're going on the road across, across country uh, without Trey Davis White, and they're the favorites. And they're the favorites overall in Las Vegas to win the Super Bowl. I think last time I checked. So uh, you hear all that. I know Sean McVay's been praising them like in a, in a polite way, uh, but Ramsey's not going to take it that way. He's kind of picked off about it. I love it. And by the way, we're seeing some threes now pop in the marketplace. Hey, uh, Gilbert, really appreciate it, man. Do a great job with the LA Daily News. Uh, enjoy week number one. We'll catch up again soon. Come on back. We're going to talk more NFL here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all your football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross, wrapping up this edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. And as we were talking Rams in the last segment, with Gilbert Manzano, we saw some numbers pop. Yeah. What I mean by that is it went from two and a half to three. And then I went, oh, Rams are now getting three. Before you could bet it, Kelly Bidwin, the number has already gone back to two and a half. Is that right? Yeah, I saw, I saw Dwayne Colucci, the great uh, sports uh, manager over at the Rampart, tweet out that they had moved, South Point had moved to three, went to go check my board over here, was at three for a whole 12 minutes here at the South Point. <laughs> it also appears that it moved to three at MGM for a total of two minutes. Wow. Sometimes last night. This is the point that we've been trying to make. If, if, if you're going to take this seriously – be ready. And when the numbers move, you got to be ready to pounce because it won't last forever. Those threes were gone in the span of a segment. By the time we got done with the segment, it was already down to two and a half. Billy Joel says this is the time to remember. I mean, come on, man. You got to <laughs> jump on it. Saw Billy in concert in 91. Where at? In D.C. at the, the old Cap Center, which is no longer. He, he's one of the few people that I'd want to see that I haven't seen in concert. We didn't start the fire. We're, we're, you keep singing, we're going to burn this place down. Keep going. No, it, I think we'll get sued, right? Because my voice is just like Billy Joel, so copyright infringement. <laughs> that would happen. Uh, and by the way, we want to give this out before we end the show here. And just because football season is starting up, it does not mean that you have to bet spreads. If you're more comfortable with money line betting, you can stick with it. The point being there, and we're talking about some of these smaller numbers, right, is let's say Minnesota. Instead of playing Minnesota plus the point and a half, we talked about this in hour number one, you can take the money line and get the plus price. It's a smaller price at plus $1.05. But the variance and the opportunity that Minnesota is going to lose by one is the rarity. So you take the money line, and that way at plus $1.05, you're actually over the season. If you hit more of those money line plays, even at small plus price tags, you're going to have a profitable betting season. I would agree with you, but I think sometimes people get enamored with large money line favorites. I don't think people necessarily are comfortable with the smaller ones. Absolutely. So be a little bit cautious in terms of taking some of these. And, you know, people throw them in. You see it in baseball. You see it in college football, basketball, college all the time. Hey, well, this team is a, you know, 15-point favorite. They're not going to lose. And next thing you know, you've got a game that you're in an absolute dogfight in. Absolutely right. So, again, this does, if you're not comfortable with those spreads, you can play those money lines, uh, and you can stick with that earlier in the season see how that plays out. Again, that's our pro tip for this hour. I'm going to try to do one every hour. That means 20 across the network during the day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can get those and sort those by sport or by show. Let's stay uh, on the NFL side here. And, again, the, those numbers have already moved on the Thursday night game tomorrow. I did play Buffalo uh, laying the one in the first half because I don't know what the Rams are going to look like coming out of the, the gate. And we just talked about it with Gilbert. Look, everybody in practice says everything's fine. You got to show me that everything's fine with Matty Stafford's elbow. Show me that everybody's still motivated. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Donald, rather, and Jalen Ramsey are going to be the same guys that they've been. You got to show that to me before I'm going to trust them in week one against the betting favorite in the Buffalo Bills here to win the Super Bowl this year. I have a quick question for you. Bring you it. said you took the Rams in the first half. No, no, the Bills. I'm, I'm sorry, the Bills, the Bills. So I never play first halves in the NFL. Because you don't know who's going to get the ball first. Well, no, no, just because it's different than college. The reason why I play a Alabama and Ohio State, uh, one of those types of teams, because I know in the second half you're going to be seeing guys that you don't n- normally see on the two deep. 
Right. Um, my question to you is, in the NFL, why, why make that play? What's, what do you feel is an advantage, or where do you feel like you might have an edge? The reason why I'm playing this one specifically, and by the way, Sean McVay, his front-running status is legendary. They lead at the half. Correct. They don't blow those leads. Correct. Right? So I, I understand that this is going against the grain a little bit, historically with Sean McVay. But I do think that Matt Stafford, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on TV, and we'll never do so. Uh, you got to convince me that he's right because that seems very odd to me that this elbow concern was lingering and he didn't play a down in the preseason. So they're going to say everything's fine. You got to prove it. Josh Allen played a little bit in the preseason. I know what Sean McDermott's going to try to do. Right. I know they're going to try to come out fast. I believe the Rams are more conservative in nature and Sean McVay is going to run the ball more in this first half. I don't think they're going to come out guns blazing with Matty Stafford and that elbow and A-Rob and Cooper Cup and everybody. I think they're going to be more conservative. Yeah. So I actually, I'm looking for the Bills in the first half, and I might come back in the second half if I cash that ticket on the Rams in the second half. Because a la the San Francisco game, the championship, they came back in that second half and got it done when, when they needed to. I'm looking for Matt Stafford to ease his way into this, and I'm looking for the Buffalo Bills to come in. I mean, let's go. They're ready to go right from the jump. I think the Rams are going to take an easier approach into this game, and that's why I'm going to play the Bills in the first half. Yeah, I like I like the way you broke it down. And I, for me, I just tend to stay away from it. I, I'll tell you one thing: if you can be disciplined enough to stay away from a lot of the games before they start in yep. the NFL, you got a huge advantage because. Uh, the games in-game, you're generally going to get 95% of the time you're going to get a better number either way. No there question. will be a time where the Rams lead. There will be a time where Buffalo leads. Um, it, it'll be unbelievable. As, uh, big foe is going crazy. He gets a touchdown. Just waiting for the extra point here. 6-0 in the breaker and oh, set two. There you see some of my NFL plays, and I mentioned the, the teaser play. I took, did take a, a longer uh, five-way teaser. And this uh-huh. is, again, the two games that I've talked about that I like all week. The Cowboys now getting that 8.5. The Vikings teasing that up to a 7.5. The Niners, I'm going to trust Kyle Shanahan on the road to, to get the dub, okay? And the Colts, the same thing. Now, Steve Mackinan's numbers, that's made me a little bit dangerous now that the Colts, in a divisional spot against Houston, that maybe that game could be a little bit more tricky than I think. And the Chiefs, the, the, they're getting bet up a little bit here. So I'm going to play them money line, essentially, just to win the game. I don't trust what, what, the, what the Cardinals did in the offseason, okay? And by the way, they're not going to have their best player, and I think their best player is still Hopkins. He's not going to be available for the first six weeks because yeah. of a, a, a substance abuse suspension. So I'm going to bank that Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, come out a little bit hot, and I'm not going to necessarily need to lay the six. Just give me the W, hopefully, in that teaser. And hopefully it comes down to the Cowboys on Sunday night, and I'm still live at that point. And then I can think about a, a hedge possibility. So that's, yeah. that's another reason why when I, I take a longer you know, four or five team teaser here, get the better odds. And then all of a sudden I got a Sunday night game. If I come down to the Cowboys plus eight and a half, now I can look for middle spots or potentially at least hedge. Cause as Amal Shaw says, you never go broke taking a profit. So that's what I'm leaning for in week one in the NFL. Love the breakdown. Love the plays. Looking forward to it. Uh, you know, you mentioned the teasers. I think that's something we talk about how important these numbers are in the NFL. I just want to harken back to something we said a couple of uh, last week, actually. Look at the rules on the teaser because if a teaser on a tie loses, mm-hmm. then if it, let's say you're catching three with Buffalo, I'm sorry, with the Rams, and you tease it up to nine, well, don't go to nine. Um, either go to nine and a half, or you know, go to the full ten because if the nine loses, just depending on the scenario, that's not even necessarily the best example because nine's not as much of a crucial number. But my point is just make sure you're well-versed on what the rule there is. And again, and this is something I think that you do a really good job of educating the, the viewer and the listener on. Let's say I have the good fortune here that I get to that spot where the, the last remaining part of that teaser is Dallas plus eight and a half. Yeah. Well, the, absolutely, at that point, you've got a middle situation. Yeah. The Buccaneers right now are two and a half point favorites. You have to play the Buccaneers and lay it and hope for that middle spot to hit. Right, and then you can you can win both because again, some people go, "Well, you're cutting into your profit." Well, I'm assuring myself that there is at least a profit, correct, by taking the Buccaneers. And now, look, the number's gone down to two, so I'm getting the, the you know I've got eight and a half because I got it when the, the Cowboys are getting two and a half. That's how you play those numbers yeah. and try to lock in that profit, correct? No question about it. So again, don't be hesitant to take a profit, even to go, "Well, man, I really think the Cowboys are win." Yeah, they they could. And you go, well, why did I then, you know, give a little bit back with the Buccaneers? Because you're assuring that you're going to make a profit 
by doing the hard work with the teaser leg uh, earlier in the Sunday. That's the way to, to try to approach those and find those middle spots possibly. I, I would agree with you. I think it's a great opportunity. Pay attention. Uh, some great things. And, you know, you'll learn from some of the mistakes along the way. I mean, we've all done it. Yep. So hopefully you can avoid them as much as possible. Uh, by the way, I, I'm looking up and I see, I believe Tiafo has just won the second set as well. He has. In the U.S. Open. And they're, they're doing a watch party back in mild stomping grounds there in, in the DMV area. Pretty cool story for the Washington, D.C. and the DMV area to see Tiafo uh, right now up two sets uh, to none. He wins both of those via tiebreaker here. Remember, he was the longest shot of the board at the beginning of the day, 10-1, to 1, to go ahead and win the U.S. Open. I, I tell you what's not a bad play right now. If you got game betting in terms of the serves, uh, this would be the one where you take a small shot on Tiafo mm. to break serve in the first game. Uh, Rublev will be starting out serving simply because he's plus 475, Tiafo is. And the reason why I say that, Dave, because right now you're down two sets to love mentally. Might he, check out. He, he might be checking out. And the crowd is with the, uh, the, no the guy from D.C. up there in New York. I want to thank Steve Mackinnon, uh, Gilbert Manzano for joining us today. Thanks for watching Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.